Hey, welcome to our 201th <laughs> podcast, if that's even a word. Um, 201th. So we did a competition last week. I want to get straight into it because I'm so excited about uh, being able to bless these amazing women. So we did a giveaway uh, to celebrate that we've reached 200 podcasts. Um, it's a pretty big effort. Anyone who does podcasts will know that getting to big round numbers um, is an amazing effort and achievement. And to celebrate that, we wanted to bless um, two amazing women. Um, so first was the opportunity to get a free ticket to our conference next year on the Sunshine Coast. And the other was to get basically lifetime access to the Christian Women in Business and Leadership membership. So the joint one, uh, which both are worth quite a lot of money. So the joint membership is worth over $2,000 and the conference is over 400. So these are pretty big ticket items. Um, and only a few of you ladies joined in to share with us where you listen to our podcast from. So I was this tiny little bit disappointed that there was only a few women who joined in uh, with an amazing worth of giveaways that we had. Uh, but it was still amazing to see all the different places where you guys listened in from. And um, we had um, people at the gym, on the train, I'm just sitting outside in the sunshine with their puppy. Um, so it was really interesting to see because obviously I just look at a screen and a microphone when I'm recording it, uh, what it actually looks like from your side. So that was still fun for me to see where you guys listen in from. So the winners for the competition, um, I'm excited to say. So the first one, we're going to go with the conference ticket and it is Melanie Ningbling, which I think is how you say your last name, lovely. So Melanie is uh, one of the members of ours. We love Melanie. She also hosts one of our uh, virtual co-working spaces that we have each week. So we have a member each um, week, a different member. Um, and Melanie is one of our leaders for that. So we love you. <laughs> so Melanie is one, you've won conference tickets next year. So uh, it's just up the road from you in the sunny coast. So make sure you book off um, the dates once we release them. And uh, we look forward to seeing you there, my love. And then the next winner of um, lifetime membership to both Christian Women in Business and Leadership is Jamie Sherrill Realtor. So Jamie is all the way in the USA. When I contacted her, it was 10 o'clock at night and she was just heading to bed to let her know that she'd won. Um, and it was lunchtime here in Australia. So it's always fun to um, connect with you guys all over the world. Um, there's lots of USA people where I'm often talking to them as they're just going to bed and I'm just loving the daytime sunshine. So well done, Jamie. We look forward to having you as part of our membership and as part of our tribe and um, just all the amazing resources that we have available uh, for you in that and um, just to start doing the journey even more closely together of um, leadership and business. It's really cool. So I actually wanted to take you through kind of the back end um, of the business today. And the reason I want to do that is because I want to keep things real. I want to keep things honest and Hopefully my experience will bring you relief. Uh, um, it will bring that you're feeling not alone with what you're going through. Um, and I guess it's just good sometimes to just share the back end because how things are perceived on social media and how 
basically we can portray how we want life to look on social media but how it actually looks in the back end are two different things and I try to be very very real on social media but there's nothing like just going to the back end of someone's business and really looking in how they do stuff so I want to talk about handling growth and keeping faith and um, this is coming fresh from a season of change and how I guess my journey through that change what's come up how did we handle it how did I handle it and like the realism behind handling growth so obviously you know that we changed over domains I actually didn't realize but I had actually claimed that domain back in May last year Um, so that's almost a year ago now and then I started to put things in place in June and really started to ponder on what it was that we could do so that's just a random fact I sorted all my photos out on my phone over the weekend and I'm like oh my gosh like I saw some of the dodgy graphics I'd made (laughs) just to tide us by and um, just I was like oh I'll look at the details of when I made them and it was in June so that's just super interesting from my side of things So we launched christianwomen.com at the conference in February. And obviously there was a huge build up to that on my side of things, trying to get the new website ready, getting all the new videos done, the welcome videos, moving over our existing members to the new platform before we launched at conference. Um, And then basically since conference, I've been building the new app, which is available to our members free of charge. Uh, It's not for external at the minute. Uh, We're still working a few things out on that side of things. So at the minute, we're just focusing on keeping it as a membership app. And at the minute, I'm happy to say it's live in the Apple store, which is just, I'm so excited. I cried, I think last Thursday when that went, when it was approved because there'd been so much. Anyway, I'm going to get into that. Um, And we're still waiting for Google to approve it in Android, which they've said that they just have a lot of on at the minute and they've got less staff. So we're still waiting for Google to approve, but it is coming. So Android members, um, you can download the test app if you wanted to, to start interacting, but it is coming. We're just literally waiting on Google. So yeah, from conference um, up until now, we've been building the back end of the app, We have been, um, I guess, fixing bugs and issues on the website and um, getting members settled in and then obviously launching the app, testing the app. It's massive. And a lot of you know that I have or have the automation girl on the side. And God is absolutely amazing. Like I just, it's just so interesting. The emotions that we go through as a business owner, as a leader, like I know you should, I know it's not great to get our feelings all the time, but sometimes those feelings, like, it's just so interesting. So basically, um, last year I'd launched the automation school with Christian, uh, with the automation girl, and I also launched the biz boot camp. So that took a lot of time creating the content for that. Um, and they were launched like June and then I think September. We launched the automation school. So as I was getting that stuff ready, the services side of the business quietened down a lot. Um, and I still had heaps of mentoring to do, but the actual kind of done for you service went quite quiet. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it's gone quiet. Like, why is it gone quiet? Are we doing something wrong? Is it just because I'm focusing on the DIY stuff? 
um, et cetera, et cetera. And then obviously December came around. Stuff went really quiet. That's a quiet month for us anyway, both in CWI, BL and the Automation Girl because everyone's just focused on Christmas and the holidays. So I usually take some time off around there anyway. But that was when obviously January, I was like, right, let's try and get this new website done before conference. Like I put so much pressure on myself. I can't even tell you. The website's like just massive. We had heaps of content to bring over from the old website. I just, yeah, I don't know if you've ever done a website, you will begin to understand how big of a project it is. And then there's the rebranding side as well. It's just massive. And I completely underestimated. I'm like, yeah, man, I can do that. No worries. Like, let's just get this done. I'm so thankful that I didn't work in a job anymore um, because that ended March last year. So I was able to like literally work, I don't know how many hours a day to get all this pulled together before conference. And I was exhausted at conference. Like I managed to make it through, but looking back now, I was absolutely maxed out and exhausted. But at the back of my mind, I was always thinking, oh my gosh, the automation girl services have gone really quiet. I mean, you look back and you go, are you serious? Like, and As I was going through it, like just the thought of doing someone else's project made me feel sick. And I did a few lives on the decisions I was making within the Automation Girl. What do I do? But um, now I'm kind of come out the other end. I just see that I literally could not have taken anything else on. And we sold as many tickets as what we need for conference to cover that. We'd had a great membership intake over February and March, which was fantastic, which has covered the bill. So even though I'm worrying as a human, like on my side, because believe it or not, I'm still a volunteer for Christian Women in Business and Leadership. Um, I get my wage through the Automation Girl. Um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, nothing's going to come in, blah, 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 blah. And we go down our rabbit warren hole of not seeing things from how God sees them and not, when we're in it, not seeing things from the bigger picture of what's the reality, what are we going through right now, what are we pushing forward with. I was like, okay, I just can't deal with this. So I just had to make a decision about what I was going to do. So I just wasn't worrying about the automation girl. So I put out a post about taking a sabbatical um, and kind of just going, actually, no. I actually said to myself, stop being so silly. You actually can't take anything else on right now. You just need to focus on this, get it done, and then think about that later. And so that's where I was at. I was tired. I was very overwhelmed because I was in a completely new space that I was learning. So I've done heaps of websites, heaps of automations, heaps of email marketing, but the app realm, I'd always got someone else to do for us. And so I knew I, because of all the stuff that had happened with Facebook and them banning our website, and then they took a heap of our content down, I just lost all of my trust in Facebook. So predominantly we had built our community in a Facebook group. But after they did that, I was like, I just do not trust you. And bigger picture, I wanted to build something that um, was our own anyway. I wanted to build something that was made 
for growth. So something I found like I've been part of Facebook groups where there's over a thousand people and it is just chaos. Like it's overwhelming. You lose things in posts. You've got like 25 people posting a day. It's just way too hard to keep on track of and things just get lost. And then you are at the realm of their bots of how things show up. It's just like, if I want to grow, and grow CWIB, grow CWIL and really push forward in that. I want something where people still get a really great experience, where it's still intimate, but we can handle a lot of people and their questions or comments and things or whatever it is won't get lost in the vortex of Facebook. So in the back of my mind, I kind of knew we wanted to do this. And once I knew I could do it on the Facebook, uh, on the website, then I was like, okay, I think it was in October or November, my app developer contacted me and said, look, SJ, the platform that you're using um, to do your community stuff on is actually launching um, an app plugin to go with the platform um, where you can literally build your own app in there and it fuses all together, all the community, the forums, the groups, the content, your learning, everything in one. I was like, holy moly. The catch was that I had to build it myself um, and they did kind of coach us through it. And I did need a lot of coaching because it was just a completely new thing for me. Like we'd built apps. I'd worked with the app developer to see if it was user-friendly and stuff, but just the back end of it, I'm like, oh my gosh. And understanding Apple and how strict they are and with their requirements. It's just so overwhelming. Anyway, long story short, um, basically we I managed to get my head around the app. Um, I was then able to um, have a play with it, build it. How does it work? How does it function? Is it showing me things that I need it to? Is it, or, or, and the members, you know, is it easy to use? Are they going to be able to find their way around, etc., etc.? So getting my head down and bum up for the past few months has been one well, massive taking. And God, it's weird. God bought at the right time through a software company an app that was perfect for us. And then my app developer contacted me about it. I'm like, well, if I do this, you do know that that means that we're not going to be using your services anymore. He was like, hell yeah, I know. I just want to support you. Like what you're doing is amazing, etc., etc." I was like, holy moly, um, he rocks. And then launching it with christianwomen.com, which meant we were able to go to US dollar and be more global. Obviously, I'm based in Australia, but we have members from all over the place now, which is fantastic. We're able to group them in their countries. So countries like countries can connect, uh, which you, we found really hard to do on Facebook groups. Um, it's probably like the most thing I'm excited about ever is just being able to link up countries together. Um, or people from the same countries together easily. Yeah. And so through that overwhelm, through the hard work, through God, uh, God's timing of, um, this app function being able to come out and us build it ourselves and have it linked to the community basically means we've now built a social media platform, not only on a website, but on an app too that's Christian. Obviously, we're still aiming for women who own and run businesses and women who are in leadership, aka a bigger mission than themselves. But it's just allowed us to be able to connect them in such a better way. So if you're a member and you haven't already downloaded the app, I strongly recommend you do. It's going to 
be so much easier for you to access everything off your phone. It's beautiful. It's easy to use. Um, your profiles all look amazing on there. Yeah, so go and download it. So if you go to the Apple Store, you just search Christian Women in Leadership and it will come up, obviously, Android users. If you're desperate, please contact me. We can give you a copy of the test app and you can log in and start using it while we're waiting for Google to approve. That's not a problem. Um, and we've got membership intakes next week. So if you wanted to, uh, if you're intrigued to have a look around the app or if you're just wanting to be part of an amazing community, um, of women who just get it, who we are real, and we'll talk about the overwhelm and God and how it all puts into place, then I invite you to become a member too. So pop your application in um, and we'll get you all sorted and in next week. So through the overwhelm and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to close down the automation girl or just go on sabbatical, which I pretty much had done anyway without just kind of saying it out loud. <laughs> um, but I, I um, stopped the automation school just because at the time that was just another thing that I was having to think about doing and creating content for. And I guess my ROI on that particular product wasn't great. So I'm thinking, why am I pushing myself short over all these different things um, when some of them aren't bringing a great return uh, and some things are? Um, and I wanted to share this kind of side with you today because if you're in a place of feeling in absolute overwhelm and you're not sure what to do, basically I've just gone through a process of simplifying my life <laughs> and um, I mean, once I got the app done and Apple approved it, I felt like the biggest weight ever come off of me and my shoulders. I'd been holding so much pressure on myself to get it done. Um, it wasn't even funny. If you're in that place and you're just feeling like everything's just getting on top of you, I want you to know that it's okay to let some things go and it's totally okay for you to simplify your life and trust God with that. And let him have that control and to release that control. So once I released the automation school and was like, okay, it's okay to let it go. Um, I felt then a massive relief because it was just something else that I didn't have to think about while I was trying to nut this stuff out. And it's weird because when I got to releasing the app, I know I keep going on about it, but it's just such a big turning point and a realization that I am only human. <laughs> But once I had got the app approved and I felt that relief, I actually felt like instantly I can take on other projects now. Like I feel like that massive weight has just left me and I can do other stuff. And I'm not kidding you, over the past week since that happened, I've had so many inquiries through the Automation Girl about doing work and mentoring. I mean, gently, but like, it's just amazing that God knew how much I could handle. And then once like the major project was open, it's okay, like, right, now let's open um, the doors to other work. Like from me going, oh, I'm relieved, that's done. Okay, now I can start thinking about other things. Other things came in. And again, it's it's trusting God in the quiet seasons as well as in the busy seasons. It's learning what to let go and how to manage ourselves. Um, some of you may already know or you may not that um, 
two years ago, I went through massive burnout, like on the floor. I couldn't get myself out of bed burnout. I'm trying to work out what year it was. So last year was 2020. It would have been 2019. I was actually at the point, and I don't think I've told many people this, but of wanting to take my own life. Like I was that desperate just to release the pressure and to get away. And I was tired. I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. Uh, and God was just amazing through that process. Like when I went to the doctor's, other people's appointments got cancelled. So I was able to see like a psychotherapist straight away, a psychologist, sorry, straight away. And it was just an absolutely amazing process of going, God, you better have me because like we're down in the pit, mate. (laughs) We are down there. Uh, It took, I'm going to say it took a year and a half for me after that point to slowly start feeling like myself again. And it was at that point then when I was thinking about doing the christianwomen.com and all that was coming into play. So it took me from reaching burnout. I just want to say, if you're at burnout, go and get help, go and get tablets, take them, get your head back in a good space, look after yourself, stop everything, literally stop everything that you're doing, put everything on hold, communicate, put autoresponders on your email and look after your soul because that is what got me through. It was that and then trying one thing a day. So the first goal was getting out of bed. And once I managed to do that for like a while, (laughs) it was, okay, now try going out for a walk. Like I couldn't drive. That's my husband had to start driving me everywhere and just take things one step at a time. Uh, And then a new thing when you're ready to do the new next thing. Um, and go and get help. Reach out. You are not alone. Do not do it alone, for goodness sake. Call me if you need to. Email us. We'll get you hooked up to your nearest doctor. Like burnout is horrible. It shows symptoms of depression. It's not depression, even though you feel like depression. It is just you are at your end um, and you shouldn't do it alone. No one should do it alone. Um Anyway, it took me for the 18 months to get over that to then go, okay, we're on to christianwomen.com and then this massive project. And me, after going through burnout and then seeing the signs for it and then going through this major project has allowed me, even though I didn't, I wasn't completely wise in thinking I can take on the world in a month <laughs> with a website. We did it. It was a push. Uh, but I was able to see the signs of burnout again. Uh, this time it felt completely different um, because I wasn't at absolute breaking point and I haven't burnt out. But I was able to now recognize going through things. OK, we're pushing things a bit too hard here and that's not OK. And for me to let things go, I guess, is the point that I'm trying to tell you. So. I didn't let myself get to the point of burnout this time. Um, I probably won't ever again if it's God's will, which it is because he wants goodness for us. <laughs> it's what we allow in, right? So going through that, I was able to then work out when red flags were coming up through these past few months and allow myself to make those decisions now that I, it's okay for me to let go of things. I may let people down in that process And I'm okay with that because it's better for me to let people down than for me to get burnt out or for me to 
um, start going down that path again. So um, getting overwhelmed, going, okay, some things need to be let go. We let go of them. And then, oh, we finished the project now. It's a huge weight off. I've got all this time. feels amazing. Of course, there's stuff that's been waiting on the back burner while I've been trying to get that stuff done. But yeah, and then God's kind of like, okay, cool. You've got that out of the way. Here's some work, like some business through the automation girl. So it's just so interesting how we go through different seasons. We go through different projects the seasons of really pushing, I want to say grinding, but very lightly because I don't like to use the word grind, only of a grace over grind. <laughs> but the seasons of pushing and working hard, going through the overwhelm, and then the seasons of, okay, that's over. Um, we can manage other things now. But in those seasons of overwhelm, you have my permission to let other things go. Keep open with communication to your husband or your family about how you're feeling and that you are going through a busy season right now. So you might need a little bit of extra love and care or extra help around the house or whatever it is. Get in, get it done. And then it's kind of reaping the rewards after. For me, reaping the rewards after is just getting it done. I'm like, woo, (laughs) we've done it. Yay. So I hope that this gives you freedom to let things go, to say no to things if you need to right now and to really monitor where you're at and where your overwhelm is at. And we're not superheroes. Like we don't have superpowers. That's God's job. We are here to do what God has asked us to do um, and to do it within his grace. And sometimes we have to let other stuff go, even if it's just for that season, doesn't mean it's forever for us to be able to manage other things. And then when the time's right, we pick other stuff back up again. And that's totally okay. And you are totally going to live through it. God has totally got you. And uh, when other things are a little bit quiet, take that hint and go and rest, like go and rest, go and love on your family, love on your husband, um, whatever that is to you, your doggies, plants, whatever. Um, but take that time to rest, embrace it because once you've got through it, stuff's going to start happening again. So I'm grateful for the rest. I haven't got this perfect yet. I'm still learning. I'm still understanding myself and my own body and how I react to things. And I feel like I'm a different, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm a different person to when I was 23 to how I'm handling life now. I mean, I'm choosing comfort over adventure and I love adventure. I mean, what the hell is happening to me and my body? <laughs> it's just so interesting. Anyway, but it's never an non-learning opportunity of learning who you are, relearning who you are um, as seasons change, as family dynamics change. Yeah. And you're not alone. So if you're interested in joining a community um, of women who love God, we're in business, we're in this together, or you're um, on a bigger mission than yourself and you're feeling lonely and you're going through some hard stuff and you just need some girls to connect with, um, so we have our peer-to-peer mentoring sessions, which is basically what our CWIL is. It's about a group of leaders or women who are on a bigger mission than themselves coming together each month. Um, we've got three in the hot seat. They share their worries, questions, topics, whatever it is that they need to talk about. Uh, we all mentor so because it's peer-to-peer. And usually 
um, you will get something out of a question or an answer that someone said in the hot seat. Uh, it's really powerful. Um, but this is our time to let our face, like, let our masks down, let the walls down. Like, this is what's going on. This is what's hard. This is what I'm trying to achieve. Like, give me some advice, ladies. Or does anyone else feel this way? Um, that's your time to do that where there's absolutely no judgment. You are completely in a safe space and we all have each other's backs no matter what the conundrum is. Um, and then Christian Women in Business is more resource-based. So it's more practical things that if you're building a business, we've got practical elements for you to use. We've got our stock images. We've got our captions. We've got our training um, that goes out each month in our business bundles. And of course, we've got our amazing community as well of uh, women in business that you can talk to, ask questions about, and it's growing. It's great. We've got a platform now ready for us to grow even bigger uh, where everyone can feel connected and get connected, not forgetting our business socials. And this Friday is the last Friday for you to take advantage of our payment plans and early bird tickets for our winter business getaway. So if you were thinking about um, joining us for that and you wanted to take advantage of our payment plan, this is kind of the last week we can offer that to give us enough time to get everyone's payments in before the, the weekend. So please, please, please do that. Um, if you are out of the state of Victoria, um, I've just bought flights, but I paid like $35 extra, I think it was, to have flexible flights. So if something does happen with COVID, we can just change uh, I can change my flights. I would encourage you to do the same. And if you're worried about what will happen with the cottage that we've got, um, they've basically told us that we will just be given a new date. So we'll be given credit um, and we can just change the date if we need to. Um, I've had a few more questions come through. So the first one was COVID. Um, I've just covered that. So don't worry, we'll just change the dates. They're not offering refunds, which means we can't offer refunds because when you pay your money, we pay them um, for your spot, if you like. So yeah, but we will change the date and just pay the extra 35 bucks or whatever it is and get flexible flights. <laughs> Easy. Second thing is food. Um, we are basically making everything dairy-free and gluten-free and we'll have fresh veggies, fruits, meats throughout the weekend. And then obviously dinner, it's up to you what you'd like to do. But we do have the option there for most allergies. Um, if you have something more than that, just let us know. Um, getting there. Majority of people will be there, will be coming from uh, Melbourne and Victoria area. So if you wanted to get a ride in, I'm sure we can arrange for someone um, to come get you or you could arrange to share the drive. It's just an hour north and west of Melbourne. So it's not too far away. And it's on the airport side, which is good. And the weekend is basically your weekend away for you and your business. So it is up to you what you'd like to do for the weekend. Obviously, we do have the little workshops that we're going to do, the goal planning, goal and planning session on the Friday, and then putting into action our plans on the Saturday. But it is totally flexible. So if you get there and you're just absolutely exhausted and you just need to chill out for a day, totally cool like as long as we're not interrupting and disturbing each other for those who do want to do the workshops that's totally cool um, if you just needed to spend some time with God in your own space and get reconnected like that's totally okay 
Um, but the weekend, we hope that everyone would leave having some kind of plan or having some kind of um, actions already taken. Um, so you don't feel like you're going away empty handed. <laughs> um, but like I said, we've made it super flexible. The evenings are free for you to do as you wish. Um, we can all go out to dinner together or you can get takeaway or you can take yourself off somewhere. Yeah. And it's, it's your weekend. So this is a time for you to come get focused, um, and warm up your bones in the amazing Hepburn, um, spas and mineral baths as well. So that's happening in the last week end of July, but the early bird and payment plans are finishing this Friday, the 30th of April. So that's it for this week's podcast. Um, I hope that I've given you some sense of freedom, that you feel liberated to say no to some things, to put some things on hold if you need to, if you're feeling overwhelmed and to just take a break because God's got you. All right, I'm SJ and you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. The Christian Women in Business podcast is proudly supported by the Administration Agency, administrationagency.com.au.